The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Casper. Casper offers the most comfortable and affordable mattresses on the market, in our opinion. With over 30,000 five-star reviews and over a million satisfied customers, you can trust that Casper does what they say, and that's providing better sleep, which leads to better everything. Casper mattresses are built with zoned support memory foam and breathable open cell foam to keep you cool while you sleep. Michael and I recently got rid of our overpriced mattress, which was killing Michael's hips, and we got the Casper mattress, and we love it. We can't say enough good things. To try Casper, go to www.casper.com skinny to receive $50 off the Casper mattress with a 100-day money-back guarantee trial and free shipping. Again, that's casper.com skinny. This episode is brought to you by Tax Act. Okay, it's tax season, but that doesn't mean you need to feel overwhelmed and underprepared. Use this year to start to take advantage of your deductions and save some money. Most people do the bare minimum to file a simple return. This is a mistake in my opinion. There are so many deductions and opportunities that you can take advantage of if you play it smart, which just means more money back in your pocket. With Tax Act, you have a partner and tool that you can help maximize credits and deductions. You don't have to worry about error audits because you have an accuracy guarantee. So many of you are starting your writing, vlogging, or podcasting careers, and you need to know how to maximize your deductions and credits for the best tax outcome. To try TaxAct, go to www.taxact.com forward slash self dash employment. That's www.taxact.com forward slash self dash employment. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This week, we have the founders of Glow Recipe Skincare, Christine Chang and Sarah Lee. This week, we'll talk about building a beauty brand from the ground up, quitting a full-time job to pursue your dreams, appearing on Shark Tank, tons of skincare tips and tricks, and what it takes to go all in on a new business. We're back. We're here. Another episode of the podcast. We're talking skin, my favorite subject. If you're new to the show, we're happy to have you. I am Lauren Everts Bostick, the creator of The Skinny Confidential, which is a blog brand, book, and podcast. The Skinny Confidential has become a resource for women all over the world, which has turned into a huge community of hundreds of thousands of women. And a lot of them are connecting in the secret Facebook group. You guys have to join. There's so many amazing tips and funny-ass boss women. And I'm Michael Bostick. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and business operator. I specialize in brand development and business growth. Over the last 10 years, I've developed, helped to develop, and manage brands and businesses in a variety of spaces. Most recently, the co-founder and CEO of Dear Media, a new kind of podcast company with an emphasis on female hosts and voices. Dear Media will place women, their stories, and narratives at the forefront of conversation, like the beautiful Lauren Everts across from me. Not Lauren Everts Bostick. Lauren Everts Bostick. Whatever you you flip flop and you go back and forth. Yeah, I just on like how you want to it. I, it's like depends on my mood. You're doing like a Kim Kardashian West type thing. Totally, but like if you're in the shit house, then I'm not going to be Bostick. It just like depends on the day. Everybody knows you as Lauren Everts, and adding the Bostick is just like you know it's a flare. It's like whenever it's like you, a flare. Whenever you feel like it. Yeah, sometimes I, I feel like it. Sometimes I don't. That's TBD. Lauren, what's going on? I can tell you, I am hungover from St. Patrick's Day. Michael, you had like two drinks. I know I had a lot. I went to the festival across the street from our house in San Diego. They were doing 
Irish music. And this last week, I saw Flogging Molly with Taylor and Weston. Without me, both really, of really them. good. Thank God. Got you talked about the par- parade all day. The parade was like the subject of combo. It starts out you really like you're really excited about St. Patrick's Day, but no, then, then I wasn't it, really excited about it. It ends up taking you down a. I tunnel. just like how you don't wear green, so I can pinch you like a hundred million times. Pinching you under the table, pinching your ball sack, pinching your face. I just liked pinching you. <laughs> God. Um, so I wanted to tell you guys that we have a new Instagram handle. It's at TSC Podcast, and we're going to be posting quotes and the guests we have on and any him or her tip that's valuable on there. It's kind of like a a little podcast community. So go follow that handle. Again, that's at TSC podcast. And we're going to put anything that's relevant to the show there. That that way we can both interact in one space because sometimes, you know, it gets a little messy with the the individual social channels. I might post a video of me pinching your ball sack on there just for flair. I'm sure everyone is rushing over to get on that uh, new social handle. Okay. Anyways, getting ready to travel. We are heading out of the country pretty soon. It's been a while since we've been on the go. I'm excited. Got to get, you know, get moving again. Oh, God. Here he goes. Here he goes, guys. I'm already prepping and packing. We don't leave for another five days. He made me a list of what I need to bring. He literally typed out a list. He's like one leather jacket, two pairs of trousers. Because you always overpack things and you always put things in the bag. I think every woman does this, but you put stuff that's completely irrelevant. So what happens is you pack all this stuff. You never wear it the whole time that we're traveling. I carry it around everywhere. And then it literally, it just comes out of the bag the same way you put it in. Perks of being married, Michael, get over it. I would much rather have you go there and get the stuff you need when you're there so that I don't have to carry a bunch good of stuff. Good to know. That's yeah. good to know. You want me to buy stuff when I'm there? Good to know. Listen, I'm a big fan of like minim- minimal packing. You don't need to bring everything on the well, trip. We know. You're you're getting panicked though. I already told you that I'm shooting content on Thursday and you're like already, you're like that meme with like the numbers above his head doing a math equation about how much time it takes to get to the airport. Are you going to stay up with me the whole the whole night before to, to beat jet lag by no, one Michael, day? Why? Tell everyone what you do. It's so obnoxious. Well, why would you not do this? It's too much, man. But t- okay. Why would you not do this in a Okay, you know you're going to have to adjust to jet lag, right? Michael. Why would you not just stay up? I want to go on the plane and just go to bed. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you wait, you, you listen, for everyone listening, when you know you have to adjust the time, it's good to get a day ahead of it. I guarantee there's people that are going to chime in. Tell everyone what you do. There's people that probably do this. They're like, yeah, he's right. I know I'm right. It's not my thing. So the day before you're traveling to an international time zone, let's say you're going from uh, California to Europe, right? So it's like an eight, nine hour difference, right? Depending on where you go in Europe. Okay. Um, So you... For, for every like two to three hours that you need to adjust, you need like a day, you know, unless you unless you power through it. And we've talked about jet lag in the past and how to deal with it on, on previous episodes and on and, and posts. But what I am a fan of doing, and I've done this the last few times we've gone, um, traveled internationally, is I stay up the entire night before and I adjust. So like, for example, knowing that midnight our time is 8 or 9 a.m. in the morning in Europe why not just stay up from midnight all the way until the morning so that I'm getting, like, of course, I'm going to be tired, but I'm getting ahead of the adjustment. Then if I get on the plane at like, let's say two in the afternoon, then I know it's 10 o'clock at night in Europe. And so I can get on the plane and just pass out. And by the time I get to Europe, if we're going, if that's where we're going, by the time you get there, you're already a day ahead of the jet lag. So you don't have to, you can enjoy your time when you're there. And and then also you're getting over and ahead of the jet lag in the comfort of your own home, Lauren. So what we could do is we could, you know, have a, have a coffee or something at like midnight, stay up all night and keep all the lights on, do computer work. And then you're ahead of it. I mean, you're going to be tired, but then you sleep, then you sleep better on the plane too. This is my plan. 
I am going to get everything I can possibly get done on Thursday. I'm going to shoot all my content. I'm going to write blog posts. I'm going to prep. I'm going to have everything ready to go. My stuff will be packed on Wednesday, so I won't have to worry about that. Yeah, right. It will. Okay. Watch me, Michael. And I'm going to have everything ready and organized. And then when it's time to go to bed, I'm going to go to bed. And then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get on the plane. And I'm going to sleep on the plane. Yeah, but I'm saying you can get a day ahead of it. Listen, you do your thing. I'll do mine. But I know... Wait, how are you going to do that, though, if our flight takes off at 6 p.m. at night? Well, I'm saying I don't care what time it takes. I'm saying I'm going to slowly adjust myself. So I'm going to basically... You know, you have the world clock on your phone. The oh day God. before, I'm going to start looking at the time as if I'm already somewhere Michael, else. You're not fucking Jack Bauer from 24. This is what Jack Bauer would do okay. if he was... If I was Jack Bauer. All right. So speaking of sleep issues... So we have been going back and forth for the last two years about our mattress. When we moved in together, we decided to move my old mattress, which I loved, which is also very, very comfortable. Crimea uh, River. Yep. Out of our new place and up to our place in LA. Then we got a mattress in our place here together, right? Well, let me tell you, my hips and back have been hurting for years because of this mattress we picked out, but I didn't have a choice because I had to keep my wife happy. So it took us forever to decide on a new mattress. We've tried di tons of different ones. I feel like from college to now, it's been like us trying mattresses. We've been sent mattresses. We've gone to mattress stores. I've had to watch Michael lay on every single one of the beds in there, which has been annoying. But we finally found a mattress we both like, and that's the Casper Mattress by Casper. Yeah, I know a lot of people have been talking about Casper, but with over a million customers, there's a reason, obviously. Think about it. A million people. One million. That's pretty crazy. Uh, uh, you know, I want that business. Think about it. A million people have bought and used this mattress. Each mattress is built with what they call zoned support, which sounds really great. But when you really break it down, that just means that the different areas of the mattress satisfy the different areas of your body, which is uh, efficient. I hate to say it, but it is. For example, it's firmer under the hips and it's softer under your shoulders to keep you in line. I love a good aligned situation. Yeah, my hips have had huge problems before and before this mattress came into my life. We know you talk about it every day. Anyway, it has pressure relief memory foam, which adds to the comfort. And they use this open cell foam, which allows for hot air to escape so the mattress doesn't overheat or get too cold. Yeah, we're both really surprised at how comfortable this mattress is. It ships directly to your house in a small box. I actually didn't even know there was a mattress in there. Couldn't believe it, and then it unfolded. And you can try it for 100 days before deciding if you want to keep it. I'm sure you want to keep it, but if you don't, they will actually come pick it up for free. Every order offers free shipping and free returns, so no risk in trying it. I also like the temperature thing because I feel like everyone's different, and temperature is so important to your sleep. Yeah, and I'm a hot sleeper, and this, you know, doesn't it keeps me cool. I'm cold all the time. It's also very affordable. The mattress Lauren and I had before was like 3,500 bucks, and it sucked. Really, it was terrible. You talked about it every morning I too. I don't know why you even so got that waste of money. You can get the Casper mattress for less than a thousand for up to a queen size, and just a little bit more for a king but they also offer easy monthly payments for as low as 56 bucks a month not bad for something you're going to use every night i also have to mention that the chihuahuas love it it's like sleeping on a cloud we're all knocked out and sleeping well at night with this mattress anyways go to www.casper.com skinny to receive 50 dollars off the casper mattress and free shipping with a hundred day trial again that's casper.com skinny and casper is spelled c-a-s-p-e-r you guys will thank us later have the best night's sleep of your life that sounds like a really good tip but now we will also get into the him and her tip of the week officially. Ooh. 
Okay, so today we're going to talk about charcoal, but not charcoal pills. Everyone's talking about the pills. We're, we're going we're gonna to do a twist, okay? I want to share something that I've been doing for the last month that I absolutely love, guys. I'm doing water, wait for it, with Japanese charcoal sticks. Something new, big surprise. So here's what I do. I bought this super chic glass pitcher on Amazon. I'll link it in the show notes. And it's just like the perfect size. So it fits in your fridge and it's see-through so you can see what's in it. I love it. And then I add a bunch of ice and water to it. And to this ice and water, I add two to three Japanese charcoal sticks and a bunch of lemons. So it's like this lemony charcoal water. And I keep the situation in the fridge. So instead of like using a bunch of water bottles lately, I've been doing my charcoal stick Japanese lemon water in an ELO BPA-free cup, which you guys know if you followed me, I use all the time. And I just feel like, first of all, it makes the water way easier to drink because you're drinking it out of a big silicone straw. And second of all, you get charcoal lemon water, which is just heaven. I mean, lemon's super alkalizing and it's also a diuretic, which helps you fight bloat. I always recommend lemon before you get in a bikini because it's going to flush everything out. And then if you use this tip of Japanese charcoal sticks, it's just going to make everything insane. So like I said, make sure you get the Japanese charcoal sticks. It's a great way to kind of do a green spin on filtered tap water. And just so you know, activated charcoal is made from oak tree branches. All you have to do is put it in the pitcher of water and it kind of just gets to work. Also, it's a great alternative to plastic filters like the Brita. One stick lasts four months. I find that to be super cool. You can keep reusing it. Shout out to Shop Good for this charcoal stick tip. I fell in love with this water at Shop Good. They do my facial massage. I don't think I'll ever have to look back. I'll use this water all the time. I've got Michael on it. Um, the whole situation's alkalining. Okay, so you guys liked last week's giveaway so much that I'm going to do another giveaway this week. One of you will win charcoal sticks, Japanese of course, with five of my favorite beauty products. To win this giveaway, simply tell me on my latest Instagram a wellness or beauty tip that you have. Get creative. And I'm going to feature you on an upcoming podcast episode. Basically, your tip and IG handle will be my her tip of the week. It sounds fun, right? Very fun. Awesome. Good. I like the tip. I like the little twisty through there and then. Okay. So here's my tip this week, and it has to do with mindset and perspective. As some of you know, I read The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. I've talked about it in the past uh, episodes, recommended that book on the show, as well as we've actually had Ryan on the show. Really admire him, a great author. Um, and I, he just recently wrote a new book that I haven't had a chance to get to yet, but check him out. Um, I'm sure you can find it on Amazon. Anyways, I like The Daily Stoic a lot because it has passages that are easily reflected upon, and you can just read a page each day and then kind of think about it. And, you know, I'm a big fan of stoicism, so it's always relevant to um, to me and to, and to my life. Anyways, I was reading it the other day and he brought up a quote by Socrates, um, argue, some arguing the, the greatest philosopher of all time. And I'm paraphrasing it here, but the quote basically said, nobody does wrong willingly. Socrates believed, as I do, um, not that I'm comparing myself to Socrates, but I do believe this, that most people, when they act or say something or do something, they do it not because they think it's wrong, but because they think their perspective is right. 
the reason I think this is important to remember is when you're dealing with people and they insult you or wrong you or do something that you believe is fucked up or against you or something that you would consider right, ask yourself what perspective they're viewing that action from. The example used in the book is that the Confederate soldiers during the Civil War thought they were doing their duty. They thought they were on the right side. This was obviously what the majority of us consider to be the wrong side um, to fight on back then. But from their perspective, it was the honorable and right thing to do. And it's important to think about this because you had a whole mass of the population believing that they were fighting for something that was true and right. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people died and lost their lives and it was clearly the wrong cause. But there are so many times in life when we get offended or pissed off at people for the actions they take. Instead, what I want, and here's my tip, start to try and see things from the unique point of view and understand what they think they're doing right. Right. So you may not agree with it, but if you can get to a place where you say, okay, Lauren said this thing to me because she believes she's right, then it it removes a lot of the anger and frustration that I would have. Also, I don't think this I don't think this is done to the other person's benefit. I think this is done for your benefit. When you start to look at people's actions this way, you stop being angry and offended all the time. It opens up room for compassion and understanding, which leads to peace and productivity for you. So ask yourself every time when dealing with people, what right do they believe they are doing? And when you start to look at it like that, you're going to you know, have a lot more peace in your life. You're going to be a lot more calm. You're not going to get as offended as easily. You're not going to be as angry. And I believe when you're, when you have that peace of mind, you can start to be more productive in your own life. All I hear from this tip is that I'm never wrong. No, well, if from this, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, if you really listen, so you can't get mad at me anymore. Nobody ever believes that they're wrong or they wouldn't do something, right? Like it's very rare where someone would would set out and say, you know, I'm pretty wrong here, but I'm just going to do this anyway. Like it's it's rare that people do that. They believe that there's, even, you know, someone's cheating and they believe, oh, maybe my spouse isn't, you know, they're ne- that my spouse is neglecting me, so I need to do this. Or somebody, somebody steals and they say, well, I'm, I'm starving and I'm hungry, so I need to do this. So they don't, be- they don't ever come at it from a, from a wrong angle. Anyways. I like that's it, That's my tip of the week. And you do practice this tip. I've watched you live it. Well, it's hard to, I think when you, like, for me, it's hard for people to piss me off, right? Like, because I'm constantly trying to look at it from from that angle and so you're never gonna get pissed at your wife anymore no well it's difficult with you you're, no you're difficult. no i'm just kidding <laughs> okay guys so we talked about this a couple weeks back tax day is approaching fast everyone's favorite time of the year jesus christ and we are busy on our end preparing for that and getting ready to file so we get asked, we get asked a lot of questions especially from new business owners and new freelancers you know we have photographers and makeup artists and hairstylists that are starting to make independent you incomes. do you do well you do but you know they're working a lot of the time with us and they want to know what they can do to take advantage of deductions and credits in the smartest way possible if you're let's let's use the makeup artist example or hairstylist if you're a makeup artist or hair stylist and you are making an independent income off of your clients, it's important to know what you can take advantage of when you file your taxes. You know, and this can, this can apply to any um, freelancer or independent contractor, anybody that has a side hustle, you know, maybe you have a nine to five job, but you're starting to you know, maybe open an Etsy shop or you're picked up some side work or you've got a blog or, you know, you're doing a podcast and you're starting to get to make some money. So we aren't lawyers or accountants, and we can't give you all the answers, but we can point you in the right direction to help you save some money. It's important to have the proper tools and resources to do this stuff, guys, I'm telling you. And that resource is Tax Act. Tax Act streamlines everything and helps you decipher what you can do to get the maximum deductions and credits when you file your taxes, which just means more money in your pocket. You need to be smart with this stuff. It really makes a ton of difference financially. You know, we all need to know what we can write off. 
using the freelance makeup artist or hairstyle example, you could potentially write off all of your supplies, all the different makeup, your travel, commute, you have a home office, you can write a portion of that off. Um, all of your web hosting, your development, anybody that you're working with, you know, as an independent contractor. So it's important, you know, you, these are all things that if you're not taking advantage of, you're just throwing away money. Speaking of contractors, you know, if you're paying people, make sure you're 1099ing everyone so that you can get the full expense right off. All of this stuff can get really, really confusing and difficult to do on your own. And I can't recommend enough using Tax Act as a tool to help you figure all this stuff out. I like Tax Act because they just rolled out a package for freelancers and independent contractors, which would apply to the examples we're talking about here, which means all that you are doing freelance work, can t all of you guys that are doing freelance work can take advantage. And I think you should immediately. When I first started out, I didn't take advantage of any of this stuff and I didn't know about you know any of it. So I lost a ton of money and I could have saved a ton just by you know being smart and using the right tools to help me organize my expenses and figure out my deductions. I have so many friends that are starting businesses right now that have no idea how to do this stuff and are, are just getting going and I'm recommending Tax Act to all of them. You know, it's, it's extremely important. So Tax Act is also backed by uh, accuracy guarantee so you don't have to stress when filing. And to try Tax Act, go to www.taxact.com slash self-employment. Again, that's www.taxact.com forward slash self-employment. I'll link it in the show notes and good luck with your taxes. We are so incredibly excited to introduce you guys to the founders of Glow Recipe. Sarah Lee and Christine Chang's goal was to create a loving curated destination site that makes natural, harsh-free beauty products and showcases the latest skincare trends from Korea. I just like love their site. You guys have to check it out. They have almost 20 plus years of experience working in the global beauty industry, splitting time between New York City, Hong Kong, Paris, among others. And over the years, they've worked with thousands of women across the globe to understand and learn beauty rituals. They're also skincare fanatics themselves, and they've tested tens of thousands of products over the years. Their promise is that they'll only bring you the best and most innovative products and the most up-to-date skincare trends, tips, and tricks that they absolutely love themselves. They really share their passion for beauty with you on the site and in this interview. I love skin so much, so I'm just so excited to be able to pick their brain. Um, and if you guys have any questions for them, you can leave them on my Instagram. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. All right. So we were talking about it a little bit before, but I want like the audience to know the whole scope. How did you both meet? So we met over 20, 10 years ago. It's almost been, I think, 12 years when we were both starting out at L'Oreal Korea. So we started our beauty careers in Seoul mm -hmm. and it was we spent a few years there learning all about the local market, doing beauty marketing and really researching like the Korean beauty practices. And then we came over to New York at the same time which was an amazing coincidence and really bonded over the fact that we were both learning to, you know, continue to build our careers in New York at the L'Oreal US offices. And then I think it was at the, you know, end of 2014 when we got together, we were sheet masking and drinking wine and just relaxing like we always did. And suddenly we, you know, thought, okay, the whole beauty industry is looking at K-beauty. It's so fascinating. Its technologies are amazing. It's light years ahead why don't we leverage our bicultural experience, which was unique at L'Oreal. I mean, we could look around the entire company and it was only us two. 
and really bring over K-beauty products that we are passionate about and work for U.S. women. So that was the inception. That's crazy. So how does it go from an idea to an execution? Yeah, so it was quite a journey. <laughs> um, you know, it was hard to jump right off of, you know, a pretty cushiony job. It was every girl's dream job to, you know, work in L'Oreal in marketing in New York City. And our parents were actually against it because they were like, okay, you're going to be entrepreneurs. Are you sure you have everything ready and set up? We didn't. We just had the passion and the drive. Um, and, but we also really believed in our vision. You know, we knew that K-Beauty was going to explode. So the minute we quit our jobs, we um, bought flight tickets to Korea and we just flew out. And we walked around, you know, beauty streets of Seoul. There's actually beauty streets in Seoul, which is crazy if you think about it. It's rows and rows of beauty stores. Um, and we were just fascinated. We were lost in wonderland of K-beauty. And we started cold emailing and cold calling, you know, new vendors and companies that we saw huge potential in the U.S. And set up meetings with them. Some of them rejected us. Some of them accepted, um, knowing our background. And we ended up working with nine brands um, from the get-go, which was actually pretty impressive, knowing that we didn't even have our website up. And then um, we set up our website. We, Google was our best friend, actually. <laughs> um, we learned how to code basic stuff, actually. Stayed overnight for many, many nights. Um, and then in one month, we had our website live. So wow. let me ask you this. There's a lot of people that are working at Kush Jobs yeah. and they have an idea and they say, okay, I want to go and leave this company and go do this. Yeah. You guys didn't, I'm assuming you didn't just leave one day. Like you guys were doing work as you were working or how did that, how did that play out? It, you know, Actually, yeah, no, <laughs> it's it, not possible. It wasn't. L'Oreal is very intense, which was amazing. We both yeah. loved it there because it was such a training ground for was a marketing, marketing school. and development. But it just wasn't an environment where you could come home really late and then start your second something shift. Else. We had to just quit cold turkey. And I think, if anything, that was a real catalyst for the business to be successful. I don't think if you have one foot in this and one foot in something else, yep. you it's hard to take the leap. So for us, it was kind of do or die in that sense that, okay, we quit our jobs of 10 plus years. We have to make <laughs> this work. So we were dedicated and it just really, it helped the business grow faster. It's like that old analogy, burn your ships. You know, if you're oh, totally. You know, burn yeah, your, so that's there's exactly no, it. There's no like, retreat. You just yeah, have to. There's no retreat. There's no alternative. <laughs> exactly. Like throw your head over the fence. Then you have yeah. to go yeah. climb a ring. No, I think it. that's really good advice. So but did you, know, you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. It's actually, you know, not that difficult once you think about the worst case scenarios. And we kind of had, you know, brainstorming sessions on okay, is this the right decision? You know, if doesn't if this doesn't work out, because we heard from our mentors back then that if your startup doesn't pick up within the first six months, there's a risk of it not really being successful down the road. And so that's a lot of pressure, yeah. um, which is why we were kind of speeding up the whole process. But, you know, we thought the worst case scenario is going back to, you know, working for a corporate and it was actually a good choice, too. So, And we loved our job um, back in L'Oreal. You know, we were so happy with what we were doing. We just saw this as a new potential that we were really excited about. Did you know that you were going to launch with a hero product? Or did you also do the blueberry cleanser when you launched? How did you have strategy with your launch? So at the time, we started with GlowRecipe.com, which is our e-commerce like vertical. And for us, it was all about curating the best products for um, <coughs> U.S. women. 
And for like, I think the first year, it was all about the site and curating new brands and bringing them to the U.S. in the right way with the right education and the right videos and the right Instagram and all of that. And we were, I mean, we're so passionate about our partnership with these brand founders because we know them personally. We've worked with them for years and we want to see them succeed here. So that was the first year. And at the end of 2015, we actually hit a major milestone by being featured on Shark Tank. And so that was amazing. And the products featured there were um, a Tundra Shaga, like mushroom press serum from a brand called Blythe, an olive leaf mist, and then a sheet mask that was actually made of kelp. It was green and smelled like seaweed. And those were our top products for like forever because of that Shark Tank hit. And then from there, we decided, okay, we want a bigger platform for these brands. So let's evolve into new retailers. So we started launching some of our brands into Sephora, QVC, um, and expanding their reach that way. And then Glow Recipe Skincare actually didn't come about until last year. So we were almost two and a half years into our business when it started. And when did you say, wait, there's something in the market that we need to create ourselves? So um, we already knew before we jumped into the K-beauty business um, because we were in the beauty industry and we were both in product development. We were always looking at Korean beauty as our inspiration. So we were very well aware of, you know, the product portfolios of multiple, multiple brands. Um, so already, I think I would say a year into GlowRecipe.com, we knew that there were some opportunities. And it's also because, you know, from a consumer insight perspective, you know, this K-beauty category is a discovery factor and people are fascinated because it's innovative and new and different, but at the same time, it's new and there's a lot of information It's and it's saturated. So a lot of the customer emails that we were reading were, I love K-beauty, I'm so intrigued, I love you guys, but I don't know where to start and I have, you know, aging skin or I have oily skin, I have all these issues. And I know KBD routine is great, but I need that routine customized for me. And it's 15, 20 steps. I read that somewhere on some article and it's just overwhelming for me. So we saw a lot of those emails, which is why we focus on education and really try to create more content around it. But at the same time, we knew that people are not going to change drastically. You know, if we're busy running around and we're used to using simpler sort of routines and products, what are some smart, creative ways that we can leverage all the aspects of K-beauty that people love, but still simplify and break down what works for K-beauty for the American women and men? So that was something that we just kept having on our mind and we were always brainstorming. And I think by year one, we just kind of knew that there, that would be the next step for us and it was the right thing to do for us to convey that message that K-beauty is fun um, you can get amazing results with fewer products. I love that. So uh, talk to us about Shark Tank a little bit more. What was that experience <laughs> it like? Was insane. insane. <laughs> so we went to a, a casting call. You know how those how ads do you get, pop how up? How do you get in the process oh, of God. saying, I oh. need to go on Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, we will walk you through it. So okay. <laughs> we saw a random casting call banner pop up, one of those ad banners on... Like just online. Know, on just online. And it was like April in front of ABC Studios. So we were... Okay, let's just try it out. Who and is knows, this right? Is this the re- is this because you guys needed funding at the time? Not really. We were cash flow positive. From you wanted a platform. Month three, we were fine. Okay. Um, well, also, we were fans of Shark Tank. Okay. We've seen a lot of episodes. The show. Um, we were big fans of like Mark Cuban and the whole everyone on the Shark Tank panel. Okay. <laughs> and we just thought we would try it out. We got to ABC Studios 
like five hours before our lines were supposed to open and there was already 150 people around the block. Wow. Wow. It was freezing we cold, like, actually, even though it was April. It was freezing <laughs> cold and we were like, oh my God, we came too late. And there were people with trucks of stuff and they were all carrying bags and they had like costumes on and we were a little <laughs> intimidated by the whole thing. It, it was, was like, like American Idol for entrepreneurs. Just imagine that scene. It wow. Was. I wish you guys had footage of this. This We took some photos of the line <laughs> and then it was just mayhem. Um, but we eventually made it in. And you're just assigned to one of the producers that are at the front of the room. And we went and did our pitch. But after standing in line for several hours, Tired. in the cold, standing, <laughs> we flubbed our lines. We had sheet masks on our faces because we were like, you can mask everywhere. It's an everyday thing. <laughs> but flubbed our lines completely. And we were like, okay, we're, we're done. It's, they're not going to call us. Then they called us and they were like, okay, congratulations. You made it to the next round. But like after two months, you know, we totally forgot about it. (laughs) And we were traveling back and forth from Korea. We had no idea. And we got a phone call like randomly one day. And the producer was like, congrats, you guys. We're like, wait, wait, who are you? (laughs) Because it's been too long. And we thought we totally forgot about it. And then the producer was like, okay, we um, you're going on to the next step. And um, you need to produce a video that recaps your business um, in a creative way by next week. <laughs> and <laughs> and so we had to cancel all our meetings. <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. We begged a friend who like had some video production experience <laughs> and just managed to just film overnight, slap something together, sent it off. Again, radio silence for two months. Wow. And then they're like, hey can you come to Culver City next week? <laughs> We're like, what? And you're in New York. We're in, We're New, York. in New York. So once again, we canceled all our meetings. <laughs> it's like a repeating theme and just flew out to Culver City. But even though the whole time <laughs> you're there, they keep telling you, you might, you're here, but doesn't mean you're going to actually shoot the segment. You might shoot the segment, but doesn't mean it's going to air. air. Yeah. Yeah. And wait, really quick, do you have the watermelon glow mask yet or no? No. no. Got it. Because okay. this was 2015, okay. April. Okay. So it was... I would say six months okay. into our business, we were still growing, growing well, but you know, we, we didn't have any big milestones just yet. You know, we had some press coverage, you know, our site was growing, but it was more of the curation business model. And the fact that we were inspiring the audience, that K-Beauty is the next big thing. So that was our whole spiel. And it was funny because when we landed the next day, we were supposed to pitch in front of the producers who had pictures of the sharks. <laughs> and there were five different panelists, but these were all executive producers. So one had a picture of Mark Cuban and another one had Barbara. It was interesting. Um, and they said that if you don't, if you're not considered TV worthy, then you have to pack your bag and leave in the next hour. And that was like Project Runway. Because they, because they need some entertainment as well. Completely. Totally. This is a show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we did that and we were nervous, obviously. And we got a call, phone call in the next few hours saying, you're up. Um, so you made it to the next round. You're actually going to be pitching to the Sharks. But you have to be get, you have to be ready by 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nonstop. <laughs> it was so intense. We went out to buy mushrooms um, from Whole Foods <laughs> and all these ingredients because we wanted to make sure the show was perfect and we had the right natural ingredients. Um, and yeah, we, we made it to the studio. We pitched the sharks. We ended up getting three offers, which wow. was really exciting out of wow. five sharks. That's crazy. I'm not surprised, but wow. 
Yeah, and but it was really interesting because we were grilled for an hour and a half. A oh, really an hour and a yeah. half, <laughs> and then Non-stop. they edit it down. So you see ten minutes, but it's for an hour and a half. We were in our heels, like shaky, so cold what, sweat you know, running down our back. What is the most like intimidating line of questioning that they give you? They just dissect your business to the most minute detail but at the same time all five of them are shouting at the same time at each other or at you at us at us us. so it comes they also want tv time also and they're like you know tapping the table asking yeah asking for a response in two seconds we didn't even have time to drink water our water bottle was like under you know (laughs) we try to reach it and we're like oh yeah so the answer to that was you know so there was no break uh, we don't even, it was just a whirlwind a of blur. craziness. In a way though, I think this is all a good thing because like if you're an investor, you want to know that the people you're going to be investing with have oh, yeah. the grit and the metal to, you exactly. know, and if, and, if, and if you fold under that pressure, just on the line of questioning, like, yeah. show, then <laughs> it's a way it's to co- test you. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, you know, you're going to have all this money and you're going to start this business. Like you fold here, like maybe it's not a good idea to, it's to true. go with you. It's it, totally true. I think true. it's important. Who and was the my, craziest out of all of them? I would say Mr. Wonderful. Okay. Kevin. <laughs> he screamed a lot. So <laughs> that was already intimidating. And then um, he w- made a comment about how the beauty industry has been, you know, so successful for so long because women, you know, tend to be a little bit vain. <laughs> <laughs> that never made it, but I'm sure it could have been because, you know, he's that character. His name's oh, yeah. Mr. Wonderful. How can he say that? Yeah, it's, well, yeah. I think you they know, call, I think yeah, they, it's an the ironic. Irony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they call him that for that. So, okay, so you, so you get through the pitch and the offers start coming in. What was going through your mind then? Just whether to accept or not, whether yeah. this person would be a good partner for us. Because um, we went in, actually, you know, we were totally aligned on, you know, the equity percentage, the amount that we would be okay with. Um, but they were really hardballing and yeah. they kept coming with like really, really intense deals with higher equity percentage. I remember some of the sharks saying like, I need more skin in the game. I'm yeah. not going to be okay with five to 10%, you know? So we were actually talking in Korean amongst ourselves so on smart. TV. So smart. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are so smart. That's so smart. Because we didn't want them to hear what can we were saying. Can you learn Korean so we can talk like that? See, this oh is if, we, if we ever do a pitch, we need to get some Korean lessons. We need to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it all got captured. So our friends it was captured. were Korean were laughing their heads off. Did they like put subtitles in when the show no, aired? No, they, they didn't. Did. Oh. They but did. they did comment. They were like, oh my God, look at those girls. They're like speaking Korean to themselves that we can't hear. And we're like, yep, wait, hold on. The yeah. producers and like the people that probably didn't understand either. So like, shit, what do we do here to like <laughs> Do you have to pick which offer out of the three you want yeah. on the spot? You yeah, do. on the spot. And you don't get any time. It's like on the spot. Let you me ask you this though. Do you have to like sign paperwork right then and there? Not right then. Okay. And yeah, so you shake hands, you walk out, okay. and then there's some paperwork and other and details. Reaches but you don't have you. the opportunity to, ba- I mean, I guess you could, but it would be very bad faith. But so you, you don't have the opportunity if you accept the deal and be like, okay, never mind, that was not good. Well, so actually, um, we walked out super excited. With I whose deal? Which one? With um, Robert. Robert. Okay. He was amazing. He's he loved cute. us. He's yeah, and he wasn't dancing with the stars, and you know he's a celebrity, and um, so we were so excited. We were screaming on the screen. It's captured too, like saying we're so happy, and then his team reached out to us and asked us for all these paperwork and all of that, and we said, um, so could we have a meeting with Robert? You know, because we saw a lot of different episodes with like behind the scenes where entrepreneurs met with a shark and you know had some strategic conversations and mentorship. Um, but it wasn't really easy to, to meet him in person. Okay. 
So, you know, we kind of took a step back and we were thinking the whole point of this was to have a strategic supervisor and partner who could give us some, you know, strategic directions and mentorship um, more than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, we were very cash flow positive once again, and um, that wasn't really a priority for us. So we kind of, you know, told them in a very frank way that that's what we're looking for. And maybe there's some, you know, different sort of perspectives here. So we parted ways amicably. Actually. Oh wow! Yeah. So we didn't mm-hmm. take any. Investment. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So yeah, then, what the do they do? They still, still they still air it. Wow. Yeah. But here's why this is actually very strategic. It's <laughs> you got the whole platform. I mean, that's genius. You got the platform, and you didn't actually have to go through with the deal. Yeah. I mean, we would have loved to have gone through yeah. with the deal, but ultimately, they were kind enough to air our segment. It was wow. First week of December, right on the holiday season. So that w- timing was amazing as well. So we ended up going to our warehouse, which is at Brooklyn at the time, and all our entire team was just packing. Like there was no other way to handle. We the actually spike. so our whole team. Were and how big a small is it this, at this time? It was about eight people. Okay. And Christine, her husband, uh, me, my husband, the four of us sat. It was a Friday night on nine. I still remember December eleventh on nine p.m. We're sitting in our conference room with our laptops open, and we saw the traffic in a perpendicular shape as soon as it aired. It was incredible. I mean, oh, it just went boom. It just yeah. went straight wow. up. Yeah. So to see that was just mind blowing. And our site actually went down for about 10 minutes, which freaked us out. But freaking out, probably. Yeah, because of the traffic. And so yep. it was a great problem, but you know, we were trying to solve it real time. And then there were a lot of Twitter comments and real-time emails, just you know, very nice comments saying, congrats, girls. K-Beauty is awesome. I want to try it. And so that was like a moment that I'll never forget because it was just surreal. That's magical. It was magical. So out of all of this, how does the watermelon glow recipe mask come? Like I need to hear. <laughs> so that was 2015. In 2016, we launched products that we were really passionate about, um, brands we curate into Sephora. So it went into all Sephora doors um, and .com as well. And then at the end of 2016, it was QVC. So we did their first one-hour K-Beauty show. It was dedicated solely to K-Beauty, and it was a wonderful platform because we could actually storytell. This mask, called the Splash Mask, is actually inspired by bathhouse traditions and then show them how it's done. Like It was incredible. So all, all through that process, we are still conceptualizing, dreaming about Glow Recipe skincare. But that year really helped us get into a place where we knew how to best work with our KBD strategy with these diverse retailers. And then ultimately, um, we really loved our partnership with Sephora. So Sephora, we worked with them to launch it in May of 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was last year. Wow. Um, yeah. And it was just hand in hand. Um, we sent them formula submissions. Like we really looped them into the process because we really treasured their feedback. And, and did so QVC and Sephora come out of Shark Tank? Do you like attribute that's like a big reason or do you think it's something else? Yes, yeah, so Sephora was um, a partner already before we went on Shark Tank, which was um, amazing. Wow. And also, you know, back in L'Oreal, we had worked with, you know, the different retailers. So I think those relationships definitely helped. QVC was definitely after Shark Tank, um, but it organically happened because we were at a panel of WWD. It was actually an LA um, digital forum, and there were a lot of you know retailer buyers in the audience. 
So when we talked about K-beauty and how the digital sort of platform really helped boost the category, that's when I think um, some of the buyers were inspired. So they reached out to us, and that's when the partnership happened. I mean, you're perfect. You're both beautiful. Your skin's glowy. You're Aww. so well-spoken. I mean, your skin's glowing, too. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Sorry about that. No, no. So we've talked. Like, at this point, it's a success story, right? It's killing it. Let's talk a little bit. Is, were there any uh, hurdles or failures along the way that you th at the time you're like, oh, okay, we're done, or this is going to be a huge problem that ended up propelling you forward or being a blessing in disguise or yeah. just something that you had to end up persevering through? Yeah. Well, I think the first one was our warehouse. Like, you know, products, beauty products, you don't really think about the logistics of it, and it becomes such a big part of your business. So at the time, um, our warehouse partners were great. But they were also a growing startup, and they just were not equipped to deal with the amount of traffic we were getting after Shark Tank. So in that sense, it kind of gave us a lot of incentive to look for a new partner and like move to the next step. But the process of moving warehouses, I think it's just thinking about the stress of moving your home, right? But that times 100 while you're trying all to get orders of the out. products, yeah. while you're trying to get orders out, customers want their products on time. That, I think, was a very stressful mi milestone for us, but we're really, really glad we did it. Wow. How yeah. important is Instagram to this equation? Mm. Very important. So digital is what made our company, you know, where we are today. Um, I think what people loved about K-Beauty, once again, was that they're part of this journey of discovery. And they are, you know, we're traveling back to Korea at least six or seven times a year. And real time, we would just share what's new, like on the ground. We would meet the latest uh, makeup artist, celebrity makeup artist, dermatologist, talk about the latest KBD trends, you know, show them textures of new products that we see real time. And I think that type of communication that just didn't wait, but real time, everybody could see what we were discovering along with us really helped them feel like they were part of the family. And so that's kind of how we began our platform. It started to grow. And we definitely made sure that, you know, skincare is something that could be visible and really fun. So that's part of our theme. Um, I think traditionally skincare is seen as something that's too serious. Um, it's a huge commitment. It's a barrier to, you know, start something big. But with K-Beauty, because of the innovative textures and because of the different platforms and quick and instant gratif gratification, it's really fun. And so we really um, find that, you know, that's our mission to kind of convey that. And Instagram has been instrumental in that. So we create, you know, short clips and videos of the texture transformation or how the skincare application itself is so pampering and fun. And that really resonated. That makes sense. You know, someone told me a long time ago, um, maybe not me, I heard it somewhere, that you should document, not just create. So you guys are bringing your mm -hmm. audience members along behind the scenes and making them feel like they're trying and testing the products Completely. to bring it to market. That's really genius. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I want to take a turn. Sorry, Michael. And I want to talk about skin. Yes, okay. our favorite topic. Yes. <laughs> so you both have glowing skin. What is your routine? And if it's a lot, can you simplify it for the audience? Of course. So this is Christine. Um, starting with my routine, actually, we do not subscribe to the 10 to 15 step routine. I think, first of all, putting, beholding yourself to a number makes skincare stressful already. I think it's really about having that dialogue with your skin and understanding what your skin needs are. And for me, I'm dry and I'm dehydrated. So I always think about hydration when I'm doing a routine. 
And it starts off with a great cleanse because if you don't have a clean canvas, all your great creams and serums are not going anywhere. They're not sinking into the skin. So a good double cleanse. And so that's a two-step process with an oil cleanser and then a foaming cleanser. Then I do a toner, and this is a viral hack that Sarah and I both love called the seven skin method. Have you guys heard of this? No. So it's actually a, a process in Korea where you apply the same toner seven times in a row. Because a double after the double cleanse, a toner in Korea is not what a toner is in the U.S. It's not an astringent clarifying step that you use a cotton pad or a cotton ball with. It's really that first liquid step of hydration, which penetrates more effectively because it's a liquid. So that's seven times. And you think that sounds like, oh my God, overwhelming already, but it takes like 15 more seconds. Okay, but what's the toner that you use? It has to be a hydrating, bouncy toner, preferably free of like parabens and mineral oils. And what's your like favorite? That. Can they find it on your website? Yeah, absolutely. So right now I've been using the Wamisa Essence Toner. It's in this pretty pink bottle. Okay. You have um, to send me all the links of your whole skincare com thing. Completely. Okay. We'll and put them on the blog, guys. Yes. And it's not even a lot. It's just you dispense a few drops, pat, pat on the space. Dispense, pat. And after that, a serum and then a moisturizer. So that's the end of the routine. Besides the seven-step application of the toner, it's really pretty drilled down to the basics, and I see great results with it. Can you send us your exact skin routine of with course. products so we can put it on the blog? Of course. Okay. And what about yeah, you, Sarah? So Seven Skin is something that, you know, we learned a year and a half ago. It is viral still in Korea because everybody uses that method to get that deep hydration that penetrates deeper and gives you that glowing, healthy skin. So I also um, am on Seven Skin Method every single night. What I love to do, though, in the morning is to do a three skin method in the morning because in the mornings, you don't really have much time. Um, you don't want to go through maybe layers and layers of products. So, and I'm always like rushing out. So in the morning, what I love to do is um, have a very light morning cleanser, um, whether it's a cleansing water, you know, with a cotton pad or a water-based cleanser. I don't have to double cleanse in the morning because you put all the good stuff overnight anyway. And then I just go right into the three skin method, which is layering it three three times consecutively. Again. Will you guys send us like a chart on this so we can really oh, understand yeah, really. it? Okay. Because yeah. I definitely want to talk about this on the blog because you yeah. know how I love my skincare. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit how you incorporate your own products that you've made mm -hmm. into, into the this routine. routine. Yeah. Absolutely. So pink juice moisturizer for me is used as a serum because I have dry skin. Okay. So I put it in my serum step after toning. It's pink juice, and then I layer with a fluffy cream. Okay. And, and then what about for the me. watermelon mask? Watermelon mask for me is like two times a night. Okay. Uh, I, sorry, two times a week. Um, just really thick layer after pink juice and slather it on, and you wake up to glowing skin. Overnight masks are my favorite because, I mean, the product's doing the heavy lifting for you while you sleep. What could be better than that? <laughs> Um, and then in flight, overnight masks are an essential because it's so So you so put it dry. all on your face, the watermelon mask on a flight, and then you just fall asleep. I just fall asleep. Okay. And can men use this? Oh, absolutely. Men we have love so this. so many men customers. Yeah. I'm into it. Because it's, it's, <laughs> it's lightweight. So, you know, you feel like your skin can still breathe, but you're getting the result. Doing this show, I mean, we've had a lot of different skin experts on, and so I'm learning a lot. And it's something that I never thought about in my life before, but now every time you know, I hear them, I'm like, okay, it makes a lot of sense, and I do need to start taking care of my skin. You're, you're actually doing a really good job. He's doing a lot of oils. Better oh, than wow. 
better than maybe the average man. But that's just because if I don't, I get no. But don't destroy. Uh, don't, don't lie. You're pretty good at it. You have a lot of different things that you do. At first, he was trying to use Tom Ford, and I was like, no, 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 no. You're just using this because it's called Tom Ford. I I'm think like, a lot of men, a lot of men just don't know. And I don't want to stereotype men, but a lot of us just don't know that's what true. to do, right? Yeah. So it's again, yeah. like you said, the education process. Like, oh, that makes sense. Use a you know a cleanser and a toner and all this stuff. And if I see it. And I see how easy it is. And I'm like, okay, that's just like brushing your teeth. Like add it to the routine. Yeah, exactly. Extra five minutes. I'm going to ask you guys three skin problems. And I want to know each of your answers like in a sentence. Acne. Skin problem. Like like what would you do for acne? For acne. Yes. So acne, you actually need to be really diligent with your skincare routine, especially if you have trouble prone skin. Um, the best, the number one tip that I would give is double cleanse. Okay. It starts with a very, very clean canvas. If you don't, if you have makeup left over, you know, behind your chin, that's when you see acne or breakouts happening. So make sure to double cleanse. But for acne prone skin, you can use this one plus one tip that we always give. Um, it's actually massaging your skin for one good minute with an oil cleanser. It's like taking all the grime and makeup makeup off of your skin and giving it the time to actually absorb and remove. It's like using um, detergent on your dish, you know, dishes when you wash them. Smart. Longer. Um, it's I like on. It. Yeah, you do that, and then the water-based um, cleanser is what actually removes all of the d- the grime and um, you know the debris from your skin. So giving that a good one-minute massage with the foam cleanser is also another tip that we give to anyone that has trouble-prone skin. You cleanse, and then it's really important to exfoliate the skin at least two or three times a week. Um, Ideally with gentle exfoliators, a lot of customers tend to go with the harsh ones because it's so satisfying to see something that strips your skin and you feel squeaky clean, Um, but it could actually over time sensitize your skin. It could be harsh or it could be um, sagging for your skin. So we always recommend using gentle AHAs or even PHAs that are larger molecules that can be more gentle to the approach. Wow, guys, that was really in-depth about acne. I love that. Those are great (laughs) tips. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) What about hyperpigmentation? Because I have a brown mustache. Oh, come on. No, not at all. But hyperpigmentation, (laughs) I'm just Uh, laughing because your skin's perfect. Um, (laughs) SPF daily. I think people think, okay, I have my foundation with SPF whatever. It's enough. It's really, really not. Having been on the PD, like the product development side, you see how much SPF goes into a moisturizer with SPF or a foundation with SPF. And it's not enough. It's not enough. When they do SPF testing and it says SPF 50 on the bottle, they use like a shot glass of product to achieve that result. So no one is applying a shot glass of sun, sunscreen, oh right? My God. So it should be always standalone sunscreen every day in the daytime. And one tip is to actually layer it in twice. So if you find a really lightweight sunscreen that works for your skin type, do one layer, let it dry down for a minute, and then do a second layer. And then this way, you're really, really protecting yourself. I think in LA, with this beautiful weather you guys have, it's really an essential. I wear hats. I wear sunscreen. I have driving gloves. I, I oh saw that gosh. on your YouTube channel, <laughs> the driving gloves. She <laughs> wore a pink ski mask when we were in Cabo. Like, literally, like, you know, like, a, like, a, oh ro- my God, like a robber. I am so with you. And there was people at the pool, like, look at, like, pointing their phones. <laughs> my little sister has been so trained on not going in the sun that the other day I saw her put on a hat for one second when she walked by a window like that's how gnarly I am I just (laughs) bought this hat that Michael hasn't seen it's a hat and above it is an umbrella like an actual (laughs) umbrella wow I'm I'm like really weird yeah you gotta get it okay the last skin problem wrinkles what can someone do 
So wrinkles, um, I would say the number one thing that you have to always keep in mind is hydration. That's the best way to you know, prevent any signs of aging or wrinkles or you know, sagging the skin. So hydrate, but with every step of your routine. That's okay. my advice. Um, to cleanse with cleansers that have hydrating properties. You're, st you're washing your face, but it makes a difference if you have a hydrating ingredient in the cleanser. To tone and pat it all in with a seven skin step, for example, with hydrating toners will penetrate deeper and faster, absorb better into your skin. So it stays and creates that soft, supple canvas for your next step to actually absorb even better. Use a serum that can be hydrating, but also targeting anti-aging properties. Then use a moisturizer that's great for your skin type. You know, you could have aging concerns, but if you have dry skin, you want to use a more emollient texture. If you have oily to combination skin, then you want to use something that's more gel-like because you don't want to um, risk any you know, breakouts down the overnight. And then you should mask actually <laughs> two or three times a week. Um, we recommend that. Personally, I've been masking, and our whole team actually, Glow Recipe, is sheet masking every single day. It's our, it's our challenge of January. 30 days of masking. 30 days of masking, hashtag. That could be my next challenge. Yes, yes. you should jump on that. <laughs> Um, and we're doing that to kind of encourage everyone to enjoy sheet masking, where whether you're in bed or on your couch watching a movie, washing dishes in the kitchen, in flight, um, we actually do it in cars. <laughs> What's the number one sheet mask we should try? Ooh, too we have many so many of pick. our favorites. I What's think the, just one that you love? A recent favorite is the vitamin C mm -hmm. mask because um, it's called Gultamin, which means like honey vitamins. And if you look up vitamin C on our site, you can find it. It has like a scrub, like a little pad that you put your fingers in and you can just buff away, which is great because once again, that clean canvas before you put any actives on. And then this like drenched jelly sheet mask. It's a two-step it kit. I want to try that. That's it's the like one I want to try. It's a skincare routine. In, it's um, like a facial in a sheet yeah, mask in packet. A sheet. And we all love to use it in the flight just to give that extra like buffing. It's, it's amazing. You'll Actually, try it. Okay. And it doesn't dry off as fast. So that was a mm -hmm. choice when we were, you know, flying over here. And we're definitely doing it on the way back. So you'll see that on our Instagram. Before we wrap it up, my last question. Yes. What are some weird trends that you see in Korea that Americans have not seen yet that are coming? So I wouldn't say this is a weird trend, but it's definitely something that we see exploding very soon. It's that skincare is your new makeup. And I, think I always you'll say lead with your skin. Yeah. Instead oh, of your eyeshadow, yeah. instead of your like lead with your skin. Yeah, I'm sure you love this whole idea. It's it's more it's kind of more advanced in terms of skincare where it's where we're really blurring the lines of, you know, the different categories between skincare and makeup and saying, you know, instead of covering your imperfections or flaws, just be confident with your skin because with the right skincare routine and the right products, you will be beautiful and flawless. And there are products that actually, with skincare, um, really work as primers. And we call them primers that you can use overnight because they're that skin beneficial. You use them, it gives you that nice glowy finish, and it almost looks like you have highlighter on. Amazing. That's, That's going to be want. a new trend, skincare as makeup. I love that. Yeah, it's finally getting its moment in the sun. Yay. I love it. But not actually in the sun. No, never. <laughs> never, never. It's moment in the shade. Okay. <laughs> Where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. Of course. <laughs> I so, love that phrase. <laughs> GlowRecipe.com is our site. And then you can find us on Instagram at GlowRecipe. 
um, our personal Instagram handles. I'm at Christine Underbar Glow. And Sarah with an H Underbar Glow. I love These the branding. Our- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're glowed out. And also our new recent launch of the Watermelon Pink Juice Moisturizer, which is the gel texture, oil-free, pink, naturally pink with 90% watermelon extract, is available on Sephora.com today and in all of the stores nationwide from February 2nd. And I do have to say, guys, I'm looking at it right now. The bottle is so beautiful. You can see the color. Like you said, it's 90% watermelon. And the, the scent, um, the color of the bottle actually comes from natural watermelon extracts. Wow. It's so there's really no colorant beautiful. or artificial dyes. And let's be honest, we really like something that looks nice on our feed, and this does, our Instagram feed. Of course. And it smells incredible. Oh. It smells like watermelon, yeah. right? Michael, <laughs> smell it. Like, you're going to love it. I do wait, love wait, pull it, pull the cap. Pull it up. <laughs> you can it. do it. Oh, it just, I, was, I was looking at Doesn't it mm. smell good, honey? What do you do? You put it on your face? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's it's okay nice. for men, hopefully. Wait, hold on. I it got I gotta Snapchat is. this. You know, this is pretty funny. I need some hydration. I'm pretty dry out and my wrinkles are... Whoa. Let's see. Hold on. Put your pink juice on. And I smell like watermelon now. He's putting is, his pink juice on. Who's not going to like that? I'm so glad. You do smell like watermelon. You put it on my mustache Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you guys you. so much. Thank you. This is so fun. I had a vlog. Wait. Do you guys want a short, fun, festive email from me? Tipsy Thursday is a quick email with lots of value that includes five tips straight from me. It's like my favorite song of the week, show, book, wellness tip, random tricks, lots of easy beauty hacks, of course. It's straight to the point, kind of like a little TSC aperitif. To check it out, just go to theskinnyconfidential.com and click Lauren Everett's and then subscribe. Drop your email in the box and you'll get the next one. And then don't forget, we're doing a giveaway. All you have to do is tell me on my latest Instagram, your favorite beauty wellness tip, and you will be featured on the podcast with your handle and also get some beauty products and Japanese charcoal sticks. Thank you guys for your attention. We adore you. We love you. Thanks for rating and reviewing the podcast. And if you do review the podcast, please screenshot it and send it to asklauren at theskinnyconfidential.com and we'll send you my five secret beauty hacks straight to your inbox. This episode was brought to you by Casper. Casper offers the most comfortable and affordable mattresses on the market, in our opinion. With over 30,000 five-star reviews and over a million satisfied customers, you can trust that Casper does what they say, and that is providing better sleep, which leads to better everything. Casper mattresses are built with zone support memory foam and breathable open cell foam to keep you cool while you sleep. Michael and I recently got rid of our overpriced mattress, which was killing Michael's hips. I had to hear about it every second. And we got the Casper mattress. We love it. Can't say enough good things. To try Casper mattress yourself, go to www.casper.com skinny to receive $50 off a Casper mattress. And that comes with a 100-day money-back guarantee trial and free shipping. Again, that's casper.com skinny. This episode was brought to you by Tax Act. It's tax season, but that doesn't mean you need to get stressed and overwhelmed. If you're smart and use the right tools, you can actually take advantage of tax season. So use this year to start taking advantage of your credits and deductions. Don't just file a bare bones return. Use Tax Act to help you figure out how to save you some money. With Tax Act, you don't have to worry about errors and audits because they have an accuracy guarantee. So if you're a new content creator, blogger, makeup artist, hairstylist, freelancer, photographer, or an employee with a side hustle looking to take as much of an advantage as you can 
campaign to maximize reductions for the best tax outcome, try Tax Act. Go to www.taxact.com forward slash self-employment. Again, that's www.taxact.com forward slash self-employment. Good luck.